I go hard cuz Hey y'all, hope you guys are doing good today Happy Friday I literally don't know where the week went This week has been flying by I still cannot believe it's Friday Y'all come on in, come on through Let me make sure y'all can see me Alright y'all, y'all can see me, y'all can hear me Okay, good, good <laughs> Y'all like the sweater? It's a crop top sweater. I'm not even going to get up. Y'all not ready to see my stomach, honey. Y'all not ready to see, you know what I'm saying, the flat flat. So I'm going to just sit here and be cute, okay? But it's a little cute, you know, crop top sweater. You know what I mean? So it feels good being able to wear a crop top again. <laughs> but I hope you guys are doing good. Happy Friday to everybody. Thank y'all for coming through. It's a lot to talk about. Um, I have to head out in a bit, so I want to get right on topic. Um, but before I do that, um, today's the last day to order any Christmas, uh, ugly Christmas sweater shirts to get them in time for Christmas. So if you have not gotten one, please cop one. Um, the link will be pinned down below. This is the last day. And then I've also gotten requests from other people who don't celebrate Christmas because I forget I get people who rock with me from all over, different religions, races, everything else. So the people who don't celebrate Christmas, there's going to be like a holiday winter sweater that we're working on as well. And that will be coming out probably like in a week or so. So stay tuned for that. Um, let me see what else, what else? Okay. Yesterday I went to go see Auntie Ashanti. Yes, and yes, I love calling her Auntie Ashanti because that name rhymes and it's, it's just funny to me. Y'all call me Auntie, I can call her Auntie Ashanti. Let me tell y'all, okay? I went to the Target Center last night, me and my cousin. Shout out to all the tea sippers I ran into, honey. Shout out to y'all. Um, she was there, T.I., Ja Rule, Nelly. Oh my gosh, it was like a throwback 2000s concert or something. I don't know, but I know I had a good damn time. So I got to post y'all the pictures and the videos and stuff that I took. I had such a good time. Everyone killed it. Ashanti killed it. She's such an excellent performer. She looked beautiful. Nelly did too. Like, Nelly really brought it back. He ended up being the headliner for some reason. I thought he would be first, but he ended up going last. But he did really good. T.I., you know, he, you know, I've seen T.I. so many times, but T.I. did good. Ja Rule really surprised me. Like, Ja Rule had me going down memory lane. So, if y'all are thinking or being on the fence about going to the 2000s throwback concert with, you know, Auntie Ashanti, Uncle Ja Rule, Uncle Nelly, and Uncle T.I., check them out. They really did a good job. I had such a good time. It was so many memories. People was crying. Folks was jumping up. Like, child, it was so nice. Oh, yeah, about the pregnancy. I don't know. Because I was, you know, we, we, were, we were pretty close. She doesn't look pregnant to me. You know what I'm saying? She on that big-ass Dolce & Gabbana belt. But, I mean, she was dancing. She was on the floor twerking. I wasn't getting pregnancy vibes. I was getting PR. We wanted to go viral vibes. But she might be pregnant. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. She might be, but she didn't look it to me. Because she turned to the side. I mean, she was doing all types of little freaky dancing. She was getting down low. You know what I'm saying? Doing, you know, you know, how, I, you know, like just like getting low. You know how the aunties do it, right? I mean, she was doing a lot of stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know. I didn't see, I didn't get pregnancy vibes. But she looked good, though. She looked good, though. So she could be pregnant. She could not be pregnant. I don't know. We'll have to wait to see, you know, her baby bump get bigger. But either way, they killed it. It was a really good concert. Twin Cities came out, showed out. 
I think it was like literally damn near sold out. There was very, very little empty seats at the Target Center. I mean, it was jam packed. So I had an awesome time. So it was nice to, you know what I'm saying, get out the house, child. Y'all know I damn near live in this house. So it's always nice to get a break. So, okay, so those are my little two little announcements, child. So we got to talk about all this stuff that is going on with baby sis, Cardi B. So I was very shocked today. Let me tell y'all this. Um, I know her and Offset have been going through some stuff. I haven't talked to her, you know, in a while. We talked like maybe like a week or so ago or something like that. And she was telling me they were kind of going through stuff. But, you know, I'm kind of in a happy space. So, you know, when you're in a happy space, you know, you really don't want to take on other people's, you know, like just energy, what they're going through, you know. So, but I, I'll be a listening ear. And then she came out. Like a week later, like, you know, we're not together um, because Blueface and Krishan, that whole thing, you know, Blueface saying that Krishan smashed Offset and stuff like that. I, I don't know if it's true or not. And then today um, she took to social media and she literally went off. Like it was it was very heartbreaking, like to hear this. So let's go ahead. We're going to go ahead and watch this. Give me just a second to pull this up here. I mean, she she went off. She really, really went off. It was uh, it was very crazy to listen to. Give me just a second here. Go ahead and pull this up. All right. So we're going to go ahead and listen to this together. Because you will fucking talk to a and a motherfucker will play in your fucking face, in your fucking face, over and over and over and over and over again. And she'll be like, watch. Watch what I'm about to do. Watch what I'm about to say. And it's so fucking sad that a nigga like to... Yo, this motherfucker really likes to play games with me when I'm at my most vulnerable time, when, I, when I'm not the most confident. They like, he likes to play games with me because he knows I'm not an easy girl. He, he knows yesterday I could have been out, I could have been chilling, I could have been this and that. He knows I'm in my house. He knows that I'm chilling. He knows I'm not doing the most. And I've really been sparing you. I've really been sparing you. You've been fucking feeling yourself, you bitch-ass because of your bitch-ass album and shit. And you've really been fucking doing me dirty after so many fucking years that I motherfucking up your ass. Not even a fucking thank you that I got for your bitch ass. And it's so crazy that I gotta go to the fucking internet because whenever I fuck I tell you something, you don't take shit serious. All right, let me come back on the screen. I hate TMZ in that loud-ass intro-outro. All right, so y'all just heard what she said. Um, you can hear the pain in her voice. She's clearly extremely hurt. Um, you know, did reach out. We weren't able to, like, really get into details because it's like once we got on the phone, she just broke down crying. It's like when she heard my voice, she just broke down crying. And I'm going to say like this because a lot of people are saying, oh, she's only doing this because Nicki Minaj dropped her album. She's looking for sympathy to take away from Nicki's album. And I get why the Barb's think that. Like, don't get me wrong because y'all know I got my little, you know, my little Barb baby Malachi. I get why the Barb's think that because, it, you know, Nicki is having a good year. You know, the album dropped. Everybody's giving her praises. And then now a lot of the attention keeps focusing on Cardi B and Offset. I get that. But honestly, it's not anything to do with Nicki's album, she's really going through it. She's really going through it. You know what I'm saying? Um, she broke down crying. She's really going through it. I don't know everything, and it's not my business to know the ins and outs of everything in their situation. But, you know, this is somebody who's dealing with a lot of hurt. I'm going to say this. 
I wish she wouldn't have bought it to social media. I got to be very, very honest about that. You know what I'm saying, sis? I got to be honest. This was not, social media is not the place to bring things like this because when you put things, it's one thing, think about it. We all go through shit, right? We all go, go through things in our relationships. We all say things that sometimes we regret and we wish we could take back. But at least when you say certain things, it's between you and that person. But when you put it on social media, those are words and actions that can never be taken back. And the thing is, social media, there's no therapist on social media. There's no real sympathy. It's a bunch of nosy motherfuckers who just want to, you know, who, who don't wish you well any damn way. Half the comments are people trolling her, making fun of her. It's like you're giving more fuel to like the barbs and, you know, the weirdos who don't like you, who got something to say. So I really wish that she wouldn't have took it to social media. Um, I really wish that the people that she's very close to in her camp, because I'm like, who is there for her? You know what I'm saying? Like, who is there for her? Why does she feel like she cannot reach out to friends, family, entourages? She she has an entourage of people, hairstylists, makeup artists. I wish she would have called me before she went to social media because I'd have shut the shit down. Because there's been a lot of times she's called me before when she felt like she's about to crash out and I was able to calm her down and be like, do not take that to social media. You got to understand who you are, your brand, everything else. So, you know, I, I'm trying to figure out where are all these people to help her? Because, see, when things are going good, people are in your corner. But when you're going through stuff, that's when you really see who's there for you. So I really wish she wouldn't have took it to social media. But obviously, this was a cry for help. You know, she's frustrated and probably felt like she couldn't get his attention any other way. And I don't care who you are. You know, it's very easy um, for people to sit back and be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Um, it, it doesn't matter. We're going to climb. We're going to do this and that. But we've all been through shit in relationships. Like, let's stop acting like everybody has been in a perfect relationship. You've never been cheated on. You've never been played. You've never been the player. You've never done things wrong. That's part of being in relationships. And this is even a, a so-called boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. This is a marriage. And marriage is not easy. There are ups, downs, you know what I'm saying, and everything in between. So they really need to figure this out. But the problem is when you bring it to social media, it's a lot harder to rectify. You know what I'm saying? Because of the things that she's saying, you know, the way she's talking about them. But Again, nobody wants to feel used in a relationship. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. And I'm going to keep it all the way 100. If it was not for Cardi B, Offset would be where Quavo's at right now. Irrelevant. No shade. But who's really like checking for Quavo like that? Because it's like Cardi B has been the one really helping Offset's career, you know, with just different songs, bringing them on red carpets. So I think that's where her frustration lies. And it's like, well, now you dropping your album, you know, and I didn't listen to his whole album. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm not seeing it number one on the billboard. So don't get, you know, don't get too cocky and feel yourself, sir. So I think she's very frustrated. And that's just keeping it all the way real. Because she said, I didn't even get a thank you. She's really been the one reviving his career and making him relevant and staying in the press. 
Nobody just writes about Offset. It's always Offset and Cardi B at, you know, such and such fashion show. Offset and Cardi B front and center at such and such event. So I think that's where a lot of the frustration comes in from. But again, at the end of the day, they both got to remember they have children. This is not a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. You don't want your children to see you online bashing their father and vice versa. The internet is not the place for family affair, family business. Things have to be kept in-house. You know what I'm saying? So that that's like my advice. I just hope she doesn't go live again. I get the hurt. I get the anxiety. I get the depression. And she's going through it. You know, a lot of people are. You never know what people are going through behind closed doors. You know, um, and then her and um, Nikki got into it today, too. Let me share this with y'all. They went kind of back and forth. So if y'all don't know, when Nikki wants to troll Cardi, she uses the Michael Jackson meme. A lot of people don't know that. And she does this because Offset, for some reason, thinks he's the living embodiment child of MJ. He's out here dressing like MJ. He's woohoo, you know, doing moves like MJ. He just, I, I guess. And I think he was like, um, I don't, he did something when he was younger or something with Michael Jackson and Whitney, if I'm not mistaken. So every time you see Nicki Minaj post Michael Jackson, that is a dig at Offset and Cardi B. So a lot of people are like, well, why is she mad? Nicki didn't say anything. Nicki be knowing what she's doing, okay? So let me go ahead and share my screen. So Nicki posted this picture of um, Michael Jackson. So that's supposed to be Offset. So that's her basically watching this. Again, her going online and telling her business is giving, you know, fuel to Nikki, the barbs, and, you know, all her little enemies. So Nikki posted that. And so Cardi B responded. Let me read her full response here. Let me share this tab. So Cardi B says, take your man to the park and leave me the fuck alone. Okay? And that was basically a dig at um, Kenneth Petty. Because I guess Kenneth Petty can't be at parks. Um, let me go back to sharing this tab here. They said Nikki really just threw the biggest shot ever. And Cardi's really going through it. She's definitely going to respond. Um, somebody said Nikki and Cardi shading each other's husbands. Somebody else says I was hoping Cardi wouldn't fall into the trap. And here she goes falling for it. I know Nikki's laughing her ass off because Cardi knew that's what she wanted. So... The whole thing is a mess, you know. Like I said, I wish she would have took it to social media. And the thing is, again, I get Nikki throwing shade because, you know, Nikki is in her bag right now. She's doing well. Her album's doing well. Her and Cardi, they're not friends. They don't get along. It is what it is. You're not going to like everybody, right? But, you know, Nikki also needs to remember she's been through it too. Let's not forget one of my favorite Nicki Minaj songs, Better Lies. Do you ever think of me when you lie? Lie down in your bed, your bed of lies. That was when she was going through with um, Safari. So again, we've all been there. You know what I'm saying? We've all had our heart broke. Y'all know me, I've been divorced. You know what I'm saying? I had my heart broke, you know? So we've all been there. So I'm, I'm not gonna laugh at another woman's pain, but I get it, you know, they're enemies. They don't get along, but you know, I can pull up a lot of Nikki songs where she's been, you know, going, going through it with a man. Pills and potions. 
Another good song that I like. So we've all been there. So I just, you know, again, um, I don't think it's anything to like necessarily clown her about, you know, because nobody's relationship is perfect. But I just really wish she wouldn't have took it to social media. You know, that's the one thing I got to keep it real on. I wish she wouldn't have took it to social media because, again, it just gives people fuel for fodder. And how do you rectify that? You know, because at the end of the day, you know, Offset is a human being. You know, he's a man. But, you know, men, you know, have feelings too. You know, so let's say that she was on the other foot and Offset took to social media and was like, you know, my bitch ass wife and, you know, fuck her. And, you know what I mean? It wouldn't have went over so well. So we got to also remember that if the gender roles were reversed, it would not have been a good look. So I just, all I can do, I just pray for them. I hope they figure out whatever they're going to figure out. And remember that it is about the children. That's really what it's about at the end of the day. They're always going to be tied together. Regardless if they get a divorce and they separate, they're going to be tied to each other for life because of those two babies. So that's really what matters the most. And you don't want to be in a situation where you're disrespecting your significant other in front of the children, you know. So I just wish them the best. I do. I wish them the best. The whole thing is just really sad. It really is. Um, let's see here. Shout out to all 7,000 people in here. Please hit the like button. If y'all are enjoying this stream, hit the like button. Um, let me go ahead and read some of these comments here. Um, let's see here. Uh Shane Wilson says, looking gorgeous in red. Stay blessed and thank you. Thank you, Shane. This is burgundy, okay? We're going to get the shades right, poo. This is burgundy, but I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you for the super chat. Um, brown, brown Skin Sky says, more DDT in my TT voice. How you doing? Thank you, sis. Uh, Shanta Jason, 999, says, hey, T, I'm excited for the new year. I still need to send you a candle. I mentioned it a while ago. What's your favorite scent? I love you. I like anything with flowers. So like gardenias, lilacs, jasmines, those are my favorite candle scents. Um, just send me a, um, an email and I'll get you my P.O. Box number. So thank you, sis. Um, let's see here. Caroline, she's so fly Hodges, sent five, says, I've been sipping for years. Watching your come up has been inspiring to me. Thank you for what you do. You don't know you provide for people like me. You are so welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Janelle sent 999 says, I got paid today, but I had extra bills. Hope this 999 goes a long way for you. I will have to catch the playback. I can't focus on my exam with this good tea. Love from Michigan. Thank you so much. Thank you for popping through, sis. Thank you for the super chat as well. Um, enjoy your day and good luck on your exam. Let's see here. Um, Kendra said, did you see that Offset is now with Jade? I think, um, nah. I don't know what Offset is doing. I'm not going to spread no rumors. Um, but thank you for the super chat. Let's see here. Black Educated and Pretty says, I'm riding with Auntie the long way. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I know the real supporters, you know what I'm saying, and, and the frauds. So trust me, I appreciate the people who allow me to come out here, you know what I'm saying, give my opinion, state how I feel about any set topic without getting in their fucking feelings. So thank you for being a real supporter. And the ones who can't handle it, they know what to do, okay? Um, so... I want to also talk about this situation with Nikki because Nikki has been trending the past few days here. 
Um, so if y'all don't know, Kai Sinat, right? We all know he's like one of the biggest gamers out here. Kai is doing his thing. And so he's been bringing a lot of celebrities on his platform. This is how, like I've been saying for a while, um, the celebrity lifestyle, celebrities, musicians, all that shit is dying. Let me just keep it real. The industry is dying. This is why all these uh, artists want to be podcasters and YouTubers and shit like that. They all want to do commentary because the music ain't selling like it once was selling. And a lot of them are now running to gamers. If this was like four or five years ago, you would never see Drake, you know what I'm saying, slumming, quote unquote, with a gamer. You would never see, you know, Offset. You would never see any of these guys trying to be around a gamer. But because his platform now is so big, he gets so many eyes on him. He makes millions of dollars in endorsements. Like, let's keep it real. Folks, content creators make more than some of these rappers. Let's keep that shit real. You know what I'm saying? So while a lot of them sit online in front, you know, fake jewelry and lease cars, you know, content, content creators are out here, you know what I'm saying, paying for shit in cash. So a lot of people have been running to Kai Sinat because he has a big platform. He's tied into the youth. And so, you know, Nikki did the same thing with her album rollout. She went to Kai's house and they were living it up. They did a whole live stream together. Um, let me share my screen real quick here. All the barbs are in the house. Y'all better be in here showing me love, Barbs, because... And shout out to the Barbs who liked in my review on my podcast. I had quite a few Barbs tell me that they were grateful for my review, that I was fair, because I did like the album. You know what I'm saying? I may not be no big fan of Nicki, but I'm, I'm going to give respect where respect is due. And the album is hitting. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely listening to the album. So thank you to the Barbs who, you know, just, just sent me nice words of encouragement. You know what I'm saying? The weirdos can keep kicking rocks. But, you know, to the ones who rock with me, I appreciate y'all. I'm glad y'all enjoyed the podcast. So... Let me go ahead and share my screen about the uh, watch Kai and Nikki real quick. So this was them the other night at Kai's house. So Nikki was having a good old funky time. I, I might have to go through some of these kind of quick because the music. So a lot of people were saying that Nikki was acting cringy because she's old. We're going to get on that in a minute. Okay, hold on. Let me, hold on. Let me not get in it, okay? I love this song. Let me, okay, hold on before they shut down my stream, okay? Because I told y'all she got so many songs on her album that are, they're just bangers. I'm sorry, okay? Let me remember I'm live. I can't be playing her music. Okay, next. Kai's funny, though. He's a mess. <laughs> I can only show so much. Hold on. I want to see the one. I think this is where the part where she's twerking. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me see. <laughs> Then she like tried to kick him in the face. And then this this is another one that's going viral. Where she remember me and Emily were talking about on the podcast where she was sending shots at Megan. So this is going viral as well. Hold on, let me share this tab. Yes! 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 Yes!
Like a Mickey. Yay for you talking lame, bitch. I'm not Iggy. So again, still throwing shots at Megan. She says, stay in your Tory Lanez, bitch. I'm not Iggy, okay? We talked about that on the podcast, if you listen to the podcast on Spotify. So, you know, to me, she was having a good old funky time. Let me say this, okay? Because I noticed it is very interesting how all of a sudden there's all this age shaming. There's all this conversation about age shaming. I think Justine Sky wrote a whole dissertation about people shaming Nikki. You know, they're saying Nikki's too old to be acting like that. She was doing too much. You know, um, you know, you 41, you over here running around with 21-year-olds and all this stuff. It's very funny now that all of a sudden everybody, you know, is so concerned about the age shaming. Let's keep this real, okay? Um, Roxy, you think you're going to be in my shit talking about I'm whack? Bitch, fuck you. Thank you, Moz, for getting rid of her. Let me go ahead and block you. If I'm whack, get your get your ass up out my stream, okay? I don't if you're it, like, why do you come to people's streams if you don't like them? Like you a weirdo, ho. So, anyways, um, people keep saying that Nikki's not acting her age. She's 41. Y'all not but I don't miss no comments. You want the smoke, you definitely gonna get the smoke, bitch. Um, I'ma say this. I don't think there's like a way that you got to act just because you 40, right? You know, a lot of us got young spirits, got young energy, you know what I mean? All that. I think for me, I do find it interesting. It's hard for me to feel bad when people do call her old because, again, she did the same thing to little Kim. And that's what I always tell young people. You know what I'm saying? Like, quit trying to call people old because you're going to be old one day, God willing. You know what I'm saying? You better hope. You get to be my age and look this good, bitch, okay? Or Nicki Minaj's age and look that good. But it's very interesting, though, you know, now that Nicki is 41, you know, Drake is older, and not everybody wants to talk about age shaming. But when I be keeping it real, you old-ass bitch, fuck you, you old lady. And it's like, hold up. If I'm old, your face are old. If I'm old, Nicki Minaj is old. If I'm old, Lil Wayne is old. If I'm old, Drake is old. Because we all around the same age, Pooh. Okay? Y'all forget, 40 is not the new 20. 40 is just 40. Okay? And there's no age limit to me when it comes to, like, just having fun and clowning and hanging out. I hang with all types of young people. Y'all know when y'all come to my events, it be all types of age ranges. You know what I'm saying? And I be over there dancing with these little young people. You know what I mean? Twerking, having my little fun. So... It's not about an age. It's about, you know what I'm saying, how you feel. And as long as you're taking care of yourself and you're healthy and everything else, that's all that should matter. So I hate when people act like there's a cap on having fun or people are too old to do certain things and stuff like that. But again, I think she should have remembered that when she was addressing little Kim back in the day. That's why I got on DJ Academics' ass when he was talking about Kenneth Petty. I'm no fan of Kenneth Petty, but he's like, oh, these niggas is old. Shouldn't you be getting a colonoscopy? It's like, DJ Academics, you're not that much younger. You about five, maybe seven, at the most, ten years younger. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we need to stop acting like, you know, like all of a sudden getting old is a bad thing. What is the opposite of getting old? Death. If you don't get older, you're dead. You know what I'm saying? So I think, like, people need to, like, understand that. 
um, that eventually everybody's going to get old. Is there a certain way that you should carry yourself? You know, once you get of a certain age, should you have a certain mindset? Of course. But I think that environment was just them having fun, you know, in a fun environment. And that's just how Kai Sinet gets down. Because even when he did his stream with Offset, they were in there dancing, having a good time, clowning. That's just his stream. Why would you be in a room with Kai and just sit there and be the old head with your arms crossed? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, that's not his energy. Like, that's what he does. All he does is sit around and dance all damn day. You know what I mean? So, I thought it was funny. Somebody said AK is 35. Damn, I didn't know he was that old. He be talking like he 25. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. So now let's go ahead. Uh, she also was into it with Elliot Wilson. Because Elliot Wilson, a lot of these uh, news outlets are feeling away like the legitimate um, mainstream news outlets, mainstream hip hop outlets are definitely feeling away because, again, a lot of these artists are not coming to them as much. They're going to other outlets now to promote their music. They're going to gamers and they're going to, you know, YouTubers and things like that. So Elliot Wilson felt a way about this. And so um, Nikki went off on him. So give me just a second to pull this up here. Okay, here we go. Let me share my screen real quick. All right. So this is Elliot Wilson. And so he, he deleted it, but he was like um, hip hop journalism. And then he posted like a, the picture and video of Nikki twerking on Kai and his friends or whatever. So Nikki says, Elliot, if you would spit Jay-Z's peen out for one second, you'd be happy for newcomers. You'd be... Hold on. Isn't that how y'all try to tarnish my image by saying I'm not welcoming new bitches in? Did songs with them, though. Why you not happy for a young black man like Kai? Tomorrow, bitch. And then what was so funny, child, people started tagging me because the Shade Room also posted this. And guess whose video, honey? Because y'all know TT been here for a while, got all the receipts. Guess whose video the Shade Room used? They made sure to tag me after they were called out. But yeah. My video of DJ Envy from 2019. Was playing music, but basically they're admitting to not playing her music. Like, you know, her music being blacklisted. So I just thought it was cute, you know what I'm saying, that they had posted, you know what I'm saying, my shit on the shade room. You know, so I'm like, y'all had to comment, like, hold up, not my logo being used. And I guess once they see my comment, they went and, you know, gave me my credit. Okay? So she ended up going off. I'm on Elliot Wilson, so we're gonna go ahead and watch that really quick. Let me hold on. Let me share this tab. All right, we're gonna watch this real quick. Any tweets I've seen you post disrespecting me, Elliot Wilson? All of y'all, for some reason, when y'all are around certain people, y'all feel that y'all have this power. Oh, I didn't know he, he came on Drake. I didn't. I didn't even know that. I didn't. I'm. A, I must have missed it. I, I promise you. Came on Drake for what? Came on Drake for what? Somebody owes you shit, whole nigga. Fuck you.
when y'all have an affiliation to Jay-Z in some sort of way, y'all be thinking that y'all can disrespect and violate. Girl, all right. <laughs> I guess Nikki Chowd, she went all hyped and was like, fuck you, and then just said, huh, huh, hmm. Like, girl, spit it out, shit. Y'all know I have no patience. Get to the damn point. If you're going to drag, drag, okay? <laughs> Don't get me hyped and then shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, what the hell? just sitting there. Anyways, that's what she had to say to Elliot Wilson last night. <laughs> right, that was very awkward. I'm like, <laughs> continue, shit. <laughs> I don't know if I should just sit here or pull out the tiny violin. Like, what the hell? This long-ass posse is like she forgot what she was about to say. Jay-Z out here catching straight pow, pow, pows. And then she was like, oh, he said something about Drake. So I'm thinking she about to go in. Then just a long, awkward pause. I'm thinking the video froze. I'm looking at the fucking thing, clocking and shit. Like, is it still working? Oh, no, Nikki's thinking. Girl. But you know, once you get up in your 40s, honey, you get, you get brain freezes and shit like that. You get brain fog. So I'm not mad at her. I be going through it. That's why I be telling y'all, like, hold up. What's the name of such and such? Y'all go ahead and type it up in the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's brain fog. I get it. You know what I'm saying? You got to take vitamin D3, baby. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> but yeah, she went in. And um, I agree, I feel like a lot of the legacy media, they are definitely feeling away, you know what I'm saying? Because these YouTubers are getting, you know, big interviews. They're getting interviews that they're not getting. But again, um, you know, we allow celebrities to come on our platform and be themselves and feel comfortable. And it feels more at home. It's not as structured and things like that. So, you know, I see why they're upset. And, you know, like she said, years ago, like what was that, the Queen album, they literally blacklisted her. So why would she want to go around doing mainstream press? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I weren't rocking with her, you know, a few years ago. So she's going to go and rock with the young people, you know? And Kai Sinat, he has that fan base. I think this was like over 300,000 people in the live stream. You know, like shit. I be getting close to 10,000 and be boosted. But damn, 300,000? You can't pay for that type of promo. So it's smart to go towards other venues. It's smart to go, you know what I'm saying, towards other content creators if you want your stuff to be seen. So I'm not mad at her for going over there. Somebody said Beyonce's old. Well, I mean, shit, she is older. I mean, I don't understand. Like, everybody is getting older. Like, y'all want Beyonce to be 21 forever? She's a mom of three. Beyonce is old. Like, people are trying to get mad when I call Ashanti Auntie Ashanti. I don't call it that because she's literally an auntie. I call it that one because it's just funny. It rhymes. Auntie Ashanti. But we're all older. Well, like, what is wrong with that? What is wrong with saying that somebody, yeah, you are old. You are older. There's nothing wrong with that. See, a lot of people be embarrassed to be older. I'm not ashamed of my age. I'm not ashamed to be older. I don't give a fuck. I'd rather be older and gone through the stuff I've gone through in life. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't want to go back to my 20s. 
I'm living good. I'm doing really good for myself where I'm at. So, yeah, Beyonce is older. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just weird. People are saying 40 isn't old. It's not that it's not old or, or young. 40 is just 40. It's just about how you feel. But you can't say that 40 is not old compared to 20. It absolutely is. If somebody is in their 20s and you're talking about somebody in their 40s, that is older to them. That's somebody 20 years older than them. Why do y'all think when I talk about people in their 20s, I'm like, I don't argue with people that are my kids' age because to me, they're babies. I'm not going back and forth with a 23-year-old Barb. I could have gave birth to you. Sit your ass down. You know what I'm saying? There's a big age difference between 40s and 20s. That's just what it is. And that's okay. That's the problem is that people don't want to age. People don't want to get older. They don't want to embrace it. And they look at it as it's a bad thing. I think it's more American culture. Because like in African culture, Indian culture, Asian culture, people embrace being older. They're not trying to necessarily compete with 20-year-olds. For what? You know what I'm saying? Let the new generation shine. And it's only in hip-hop that you shame people for getting older. That's why a lot of these old hip-hop heads, they still rap like they're in their 20s. They're still talking about selling drugs and, you know, doing this and, you know, I'm in the trap house. No, you're, no the fuck you're not. You've been living in the suburbs in a, in a mansion in New Jersey for the past 20 years. No, you're not. Whereas every other genre, they're allowed to get older. Rock and roll people, they're allowed to get older. They can still tour. It's only in hip-hop that it's like, you know, being over the age of 30 is a bad thing. It's weird. It's weird. I am Joyce said, girl, you preaching. Amen. Thank you. Oh, now we got over 10,000 people in here. Shout out to everybody in here watching me. Come on through. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Y'all not going to be 21 forever. Somebody said 2 chains is old as fuck. Y'all gonna leave my friend 2 chains alone. <laughs> and he popped when he was old as hell. Remember when he was titty boy and shit? I remember he was titty boy back in the day in Atlanta. You know, he started rapping old as hell. But yeah, you know, just like Andre 3000, he came out the other day. And he was like, he's not dropping a, a rap album. Like, he's like, this is not back in the day when he was singing Hey Ya and, you know, Sorry Miss Jackson. He's like... I'm in my 50s now. I'm 58 years old. Like, what am I about to rap about? Like, I have nothing in common with what's going on right now in hip-hop. And I don't blame him. That's why he dropped that damn jazz album and told y'all to shut the fuck up and leave him alone. <laughs> 103,000 is too funny. I said, no, he didn't just drop a jazz album and keep it moving. Like, he was a jazz artist his whole life. <laughs> he just said he just... I don't know. Was he 58? I think he said he was 58. He, I'm something... Is he 48 or 58? I think he's 58. Let me Google. Because he was um, interviewed about that. Let me Google. He says he doesn't have anything to rap about. I think this is the video here. Or maybe the video was 58 seconds. Hold on. We're going to watch this video. This was him talking the other day. I was watching this interview. Hold oh, on. Mike. Let me share this with y'all real quick. Hold on. People think, oh, man, he's just sitting sitting on raps or like he's... 
just holding or holding these raps hostage like i ain't got no raps like that like it's it's it actually feels sometimes it feels inauthentic for me to rap because i i don't have anything to talk about in that way like i'm 48 years old and not, not to say that age is a thing that dictates what you rap about but in a in a way it does and like things that happen in my life like what do you talk like i gotta go get a, a colonoscopy like what do you <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you rap about? You know what I mean? Like, my eyesight, my eyesight is going bad. Like, but you're not, you're not just any rapper. Like, you're a, a top five, top. I love Andre, man. I love these things. <laughs> I thought he said 50, but he has 48. But he's keeping it real, you know? And it's like in hip hop, y'all don't allow people to age gracefully. So I feel him. He's just like, I ain't, ain't got time. Y'all go listen to little Uzi Vert. Leave me the fuck alone. Okay? He done made his money. He good. <laughs> <laughs> and he still looks good. He looks damn good for his age. First of all, oh, can we talk about this real quick? What the hell is wrong with Draymond Green? I really thought Draymond Green was so much older than he was. We was in Telegraph the other night talking about it, and I'm like, um, why his old ass out here just kicking people and being violent? I'm like, I really thought Draymond was like in his late 40s. And I thought about it like, you can't play basketball. I mean, LeBron, you know, he's older. You know, he's an older basketball player. I didn't think Draymond was as old as LeBron. So then uh, James and Telegraph went to Google. Draymond Green is 33 years old. Why does he look like he's in his 50s? Out here tackling people, punching people in the face. They have suspended him indefinitely. They said, you are getting the fuck up out of here. Draymond looks way older than 33. I was shocked. <laughs> I don't know if the NBA has stressed him out. I don't know what is going on with him. He is so angry and violent. Yes, he's on. I was because I thought he was. I'm like, is he LeBron's age? He didn't look like this a few years ago. Let me see if I can pull up this picture. I really thought he was bronze age. This is Draymond right now. He been out here just wilding out. There's this compilation. I'm gonna see if um if Maida put it up yet. It was this compilation that I had ran across to Draymond just being violent as hell, beating folks up and shit. Let me see if she put it up yet, because I told her to post it earlier. He needs to play football at this point, because the NBA don't want him. Nah, she hasn't posted it yet. Let me see if I can find it on Twitter. It was so funny because people, they was putting like little um, sound clips to it as he was just beating people up and slamming people down. Yeah, it's not. When I see it, we're going to post it. Is this it? No, that was him swinging on old boy. Oh, this is the video. Okay, I found it. I found it. Hold on. Y'all got to watch this video. This is the video of Draymond with his violent ass. All right, hold up. It's on Twitter.
me turn out the music. Just watched all this stuff that he's been doing over the past few years. For everybody, excuse me. He's kicking people in their nuts. Stomping on people's chest. You would think he'd be playing football. for Draymond Green. This man has been violent. Y'all gotta understand this, right? You know how everybody likes to say that the NBA is like a form of slavery and, oh, you know, when they do the NBA draft, it's like when the master was drafting slaves. Well, well, these are some damn rich fucking slaves. But think about this. Since everybody wants to equate the NBA with slavery, as a slave master, do you want your damn slaves hurt and injured? And if there's one violent quote-unquote slave, you're gonna get rid of them. This man has been attacking people for years. <laughs> this is not his first rodeo. I was surprised that they did suspend him indefinitely. I thought maybe he'd be suspended the rest of the season. But they're like, no, you got to go. You got to go. You over here kicking people in their nuts, punching folks in the face, you know, stomping on their chest. Yeah, Draymond is bugging. He's bugging for real. So the NBA got rid of him, you know. Um, he'll be all right. He got money. He'll be just fine. So, yeah. Yeah, right? Somebody said the NBA is giving people CTE. The way he was playing, you would think that he was playing football instead of basketball. So, everybody's, you know, screaming, talking about, oh, this is racist. No, I just showed y'all the compilation. This man has been on some violent shit for a while now. That's I'm like, I don't know what's going on with him. He just seems angry. He's getting, he looked way older than he is. I don't know if he's stressed. I, I don't know. They need to have a kumbaya meeting with him. His family, you know, his real friends. Check on your strong friends. He just looks like he's been going through a lot. So, I don't know. Somebody say he needs to be in the WWE. He needs to. Yeah, he got fired. They got rid of him. He's suspended indefinitely. They've never done that, I don't think, in the history of the NBA. Indefinitely. Like, I was shocked when I saw the news. And then I had to remember, oh, he's been beating people up for a while. That shit done caught up to his ass. <laughs> Yeah, even LeBron was shook. LeBron just sat there, was like, just shaking his head and shit. Draymond don't care. He plays NBA like they did back in the damn 80s and 90s. Go back and watch some old-ass NBA games from the, from the 90s. Go back and watch Malice in the Palace. Like, everything is a lot softer now. But back in the day, the NBA was crazy. Watch some old Michael Jordan games. He's playing like it's the 90s. No, it's, it's the... Late 2000s. He better get with the damn program, but it's too late now. It's too late. So let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Um, uh, let's see here. Tabby casts in $10. She says, I feel like Offset is still grieving. Grief gives us acting crazy. You look beautiful, T. Thank you so much. And maybe he is, you know, again, we never know. We never know what people are going through behind the scenes. And him and, you know, Takeoff, they were like family. They were literally family. So I could imagine he's still going through a lot. And not just with Takeoff's death, but also him and Quavo. You know, like just their relationship. I mean, we've seen them out in public once or twice, but I don't think that relationship is ever going to be as close as it was before the whole breakup of the Migos. So... 
Um, that might play a, a role in it. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, let me see here. Lena249 sent 1999 says, T... I love you. Oh, my God. How do you feel about the new movie, Leave the World Behind? Is that the new movie on Netflix? Because everybody's been asking me about that. That's the one that, if, if I don't know the title of it. Is that the one that Michelle and Barack Obama produced? Because if it is, I have not seen it yet, but I plan on watching it this weekend. I'm definitely going to check it out this weekend. So, if, the, if that's the movie? Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it this weekend. And then I'll let y'all know how I feel about it when I go live the next time. I definitely feel like it's some predictive program because I've seen the trailers. I've been seeing people talk about it, and I feel like it's something. But, again, I've been talking about this on this channel for years now. I've been telling y'all about the grid going down. You know, um, that's, that's like the biggest fear, you know, because everything right now is connected to the Internet. And if something, if we end up getting hacked and things get shut down, you know, that's like the end of our society if we can't get it back up within a timely manner. So I can't wait to watch it because these are things I've been talking about for years on this channel. And the fact that it was produced by a former president and a former first lady makes me side-eye the entire thing because it makes me feel like, what are y'all really trying to tell us? Is this what's coming down the pipeline? You know what I'm saying? But again, I'm a conspiracy theorist, so shit. You know, that's where my mind always goes. So I can't wait to watch it. So thank you so much. I will definitely check it out. Um, Tyson Saddle sent $50, says, thank you for going live on my birthday, love you, T, happy birthday, uh, thank you for coming through, I hope you're enjoying your birthday, I know it's getting cold out here, but definitely have a good birthday, what season are we in, y'all know I don't know, child, the only season I know is Leo season, what season is this Sagittarius, I think, I don't, don't, don't get mad at me if I'm wrong, Sag okay, Sagittarius. Okay, shout out to all the Sagittarius people. All right now, that's what's up. Y'all know I don't know nobody's logo, nobody's zodiac outside of Leon Libra. Because <laughs> they was putting arrows up. I'm like, I don't know what these arrows mean. <laughs> shout out to all the Sagittarius in the house. Happy birthday to y'all. <laughs> all right, let me see here. Uh, Adriana. TB61 sent $50, says, I never managed to catch your streams live. I had to send a super chat since I finally made it to one. Thank you so much. And I see that you're in the UK. Thank you for tapping in. I appreciate you, sis. Um, Brian, Brandon, Brandon Ryan, sent five, says, we stand to you. Keep it too real for some. That's their problem. Thank you for all your effort. It does not go unnoticed. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You know, like I said, Real recognizes real, and the ones who are in their feelings, they can kick rocks, you know what I'm saying? Unsubscribe, exit stage left. I'm not here to kick, you know, kiss nobody's ass, you know what I'm saying? If you like the commentary, rock with it. If you don't, keep it moving, because there's plenty of people on YouTube, literally, who sit up all day and gossip 24-7. Go watch them. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be silenced. If I feel a way about a situation, I'm going to keep it all the way 100 about a situation. So thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Um, Blatino Boy sent $20. 
says, hey, my Nigerian cuz, I must say I loved your breakdown of the Meg the, of Meg the Stallion on your video. She's definitely a mean girl, always wanting to play victim. I had no idea she had music for the new movie. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, like I said, she gives me a certain vibe, but good luck to her and whatever she's trying to do. But I think that, you know, at some point in time, you, you got to look in the mirror and take accountability for certain things, especially with how you treat people, you know. So that's my only issue. Again, it has nothing to do with the whole Tory Lane shooting. She's definitely a victim in that aspect of it. But you just have to watch how you treat folks, you know. So, um, yeah. But thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. Let's see here. Melissa. Melissa, new life over at 45 cent, $10. Says, thank you, T. I love your commentary. I missed a lot of these the last few months because I have been dealing with bipolar depression, but I am glad to be here today. Keep being beautiful, queen. Thank you so much, and I hope your depression gets better. Thank you for tapping in. You know what I'm saying? Um, depression is no joke, so I just hope that everything with your mental health gets better. So thank you, sis. Uh, let's see here. Concrete Rose says, now why Nikki bring up B's husband? Let someone mention Kenneth Petty. Um, Kenneth Pettyfile. Oh, shit. Y'all call him Kenneth Pettyfile. And she's ready to sub them for years, girl. Yeah, I don't know why she bought up Jay-Z. Um, you know, I have no idea. I guess Elliot Wilson is a huge Jay-Z fan, honey. I don't know. <laughs> but thank you for the super chat, love. Uh, let's see here. Coco Antoinette sent 49 says, two choices. You either, you either get to an age or you die young. I'm happily I'm aged. And I'm, hold on. I'm happily aging gracefully. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, who wants to die young if you don't have to? So it's a blessing every year that you're here. People need to realize that. Um, Ill Magic sent 499 says Nas is one of the few rappers who makes mature hip hop albums that sound amazing from 47 to 50. Him and Hit Boy dropped six dope albums in three years. That's good. I haven't listened to a Nas album in a while. I'm not going to lie. But that's good. Maybe I'll check him out. Let's see here. Um, Wavy Taste in 49.99, my favorite soldier. He says, hey, auntie, this is your favorite soldier checking in. They, um, the read why the artists, the real reason why the artists are going to streamers is because of lamestream media lies and pits people against each other instead of unifying them. There's also, there's also a terror wave here in Europe. Pray for us. Oh, wow. Please take care of yourself. I didn't know that was going on in Europe. So thank you for checking in. I appreciate you and thank you for your services always. But yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like that's why a lot of rappers are going to go sit down with gamers and people outside of the mainstream media. Um, I mean, just look at how like the Breakfast Club handled themselves for years. You know, it was just always like a lot of disrespect towards the artists and, you know, asking them crazy off the wall questions. And a lot of artists, they don't want to deal with that anymore. They want to go to where people are going to show them loves and be fans of theirs and things like that. So I definitely get it. So thank you so much for coming through. Um, let me see here. It's almost 7 o'clock. Let me get to these last few topics and then I have to head out here, y'all. I'm sorry. So um, 
Okay, Nikki and Kanye, we got to hit on that really quick. So Kanye West has been wanting all these favors, honey, from Nicki Minaj. This is very interesting. So Nikki is speaking on this. So let me share my tab real quick. So Nikki took to social media and she basically showed her DMs. And it says, hi, it's Ye. May I call you about clearing the new body on the... Um, on the new album. So Nikki had, you know, shown this or whatever. Or no, actually, did Kanye? Okay. Kanye DM Nikki. He posted it and he added Nikki. And Kanye. Jam, that train has left the station. Okay. No disrespect. And anyway, I just put out a brand new album. Why would I put out a, a song that has been out for three years? Come on, guys. I'm not being funny. Is she okay? Like, no, no, like, no shade. Like, is she, is she all right? I don't know. It's like the way she be talking. It just, she just sounds like. Uh, uh, uh. I, I don't know. It's weird. Okay, so this was Kanye's response. My husband, I'm better. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I made that girl rewrite her verse three times for Monster. I supported her career. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't know what it is. If people got in their head. You know what I'm saying? But we gonna get this. We gonna get this. Or we just ain't gonna put What the fuck? I'm tired. I know you want this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That the level you said we still they cut out they they stop they stop famous as they stop they stop famous as from going in. Mom didn't get permits tonight. Nicki Minaj didn't clear her verse. That's why I say nobody with me. Cause y'all just see that y'all see me not see my kids. Y'all see Nicki Minaj that clear her verse. Y'all see Adidas uh drop billions of dollars and no one says nothing. No one is outraged. No one said, no one is with. If you want to be, okay. Whatever. It's cool. I'll I, I be fine for that. When a mother husband, I better. Okay, let me just come back on the screen. All these celebrities, child. What is going on with our faves? Like, like I feel like all these celebrities are just going crazy. He's ranting and raving. First of all, Nikki don't owe him anything. If she wants to clear the verse, she will. If she doesn't want to, that is her business. That is her choice. They ain't been cool in a long time any damn way. But can somebody explain to me why he's doing all this ranting and raving in front of, like, people from Zeus? I see Natalie Nunn in the background. I forget that light-skinned lady in the background. She always hosts the Zeus reunions. I see Lemire. Why is he in front of the Zeus people? Is this like being filmed for baddies or something? Like the whole Zeus cast. If y'all look at the background, those are people. <laughs> what? What in the world is going on here? <laughs> That's like the whole Zeus cast. Is he like auditioning to be baddie or be a baddie or something? Like I'm so confused. Why is he talking in front of the Zeus network cast? Just ranting and raving. Can you take me back to like 2010 
when they were all there, things were all good. Cause the way they both be just talking and speaking, I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'm sitting there looking in the background. I'm like, wait, is that Natalie Nunn? <laughs> Kanye, where you at? <laughs> and blink twice if the Zeus Network people are holding you hostage, okay? Blink twice. <laughs> so that was their back and forth again. I don't feel like Nikki owes him anything. If she wants to clear the verse, she can. If she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to. So it, it is what it is. It is what it is. That Their whole situation is just funny. They're both funny. So now let's go ahead. I want to hit on um, Diddy, honey. We're going to talk about Diddy. He's back in the news. It just keeps getting worse for him. And uh, 50 Cent, he won't let his foot up off of him. Okay, so this was the latest thing going on with Diddy. So if y'all don't know, Papa Diddy was supposed to be coming out with a reality TV show. So it's supposed to be like him, the twins, Quincy, uh, Justin, what's the, Tristan, whatever, I think Tristan, right? I always call him, or is it Christian? The, the Combs boy. It was supposed to be all of them, right? And, I, and Chance, the other daughter. So they were all doing a reality TV show, but it's been way too many allegations coming out against this man. So um, at this point, Hulu no longer feels comfortable and they're scrapping the deal. There's also some white man, his video's been floating around. He said that, you know, he was smashing Diddy, pegging him. He was doing freak ops with Diddy too. So if y'all haven't seen that video, that's floating around. He sounds bad shit crazy, but I, I don't know. Truth is stranger than fiction. So this is what's being reported. They're saying a reality TV show following the family of Sean Diddy Combs. <laughs> Sorry. That was in the early stages of development has been scrapped by Hulu. Variety has learned. Uh, the news comes following multiple lawsuits against Combs alleging essay. The show, which was being developed with the working title Diddy Plus 7, was being produced by James Corden's uh, production company, Fewell 73. The first suit against Combs was filed November 16th by Cassandra Ventura, aka Cassie. Combs's former longtime partner who alleged that Combs art her and beat her over a period of a decade. So, and then they talk about the other allegations. So basically they're not fooling with Diddy. So of course 50 Cent took the opportunity to go in on Diddy once again. This is what 50 Cent had to say. He posted a picture of Diddy with his face just falling to pieces. Um, it says, behind the clamatuous fall of hip-hop mogul Sean Diddy Combs, 50 Cent says, every day there's something new. Diddy do it, coming soon. Then he posted this, Diddy at the Grammys, the Recording Academy is evaluating invitation amid sexual assault claims. And then he also posted this, Diddy accused of beating another woman, this time in his bad boy office. And then 50 Cent says, what the F was you doing over there, brother love? 50 Cent ain't shit. Now, I'm going to say this, 50 Cent better stop before they people start interviewing Daphne Joy, okay, his baby mama. Yeah, I remember when he put her out the house, that's how we found out about his little Blasian baby. Remember he fucked up on her shit, you know. 
There was all types of police reports, so he better slow down too before she get to talking and spilling tea. And I really think the real reason why he's keeping his foot on Diddy's neck, he claims it's because Diddy tried to take him shopping. But I really think it's because if you remember, after the whole split with, yeah, uh-huh, oop, auntie don't forget shit. After him and Daphne Joy split, because remember, nobody knew about her being pregnant. We just knew she was a model. She was like, you know, doing clothing modeling and, you know, she was a video vixen, really, really pretty Asian lady. And we didn't even know he had even had the little Blasian son. That's how we all found out that he had a baby with her. So then, maybe like a year after everything, put a teacup. If y'all remember, she was fucking with Papa Diddy. I think that's the real reason why he's keeping his foot on Diddy's neck. Because Daphne Joy was fucking with Diddy for a while. And he was definitely in his feelings. Y'all don't forget shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't forget too much of nothing. Y'all, who remembers that? This was years ago. All right, I see the teacups. I see the teacups. So I'm starting to think, like, at this point, he's mad at the fact that his baby mama had fucked with Diddy. I really think that's what the issue is. People forget. The baby mama was rolling around with Diddy for a while heavy. Because I don't understand, like, why he keeps, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we get it. We get it. You don't like him. But now I'm like, it's, it's almost, it's a bit too more, it's more personal to me than, oh, he tried to take me shopping. No, he was fucking your baby mama. That's why you're feeling the way. See, y'all be forgetting, child. Y'all be forgetting. But anyways, um, <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to do this, my little deep dive. I cannot wait, child. So now we're going to go ahead and talk about Tiffany, you know, won't stop drinking haddish. Um, and I'm gonna be real, Tiffany, I have seen Tiffany, I've been in the same vicinity with her, she definitely gave me alcoholic vibes. I mean, when I first met, I was very, very surprised at how drunk she was. She couldn't even stand up straight, you know, at the event, I'm not gonna say what event it was. She does not know how to handle her liquor. Um... So if you guys remember a year ago, she got popped in Georgia, drunk off her ass, honey, and got a uh, D-dub. So we're going to go ahead and watch this video really quick. This was here a year ago. Tiffany Haddish. Trish Tiffany Haddish arrested early this morning, suspected of DUI. The Fayette County, Georgia Sheriff's Office released this mugshot of Haddish. Our ABC affiliate in Atlanta, WSB-TV, reports Peachtree City Police were responding to a 911 call about a driver falling asleep at the wheel along Highway 74 around 2.30 this morning. An officer performed a traffic stop and Haddish pulled into the yard of a nearby home. Haddish reportedly posted bond a few hours later. A source close to Haddish did tell Eyewitness News that it's been a tough couple of weeks for the star, including the death of her grandmother. Hello, I'm Mark. All right. So that was a year ago. So now this was just a, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So we're going to watch. This is her most recent arrest. This is sad. Comedian Tiffany Haddish. She was arrested this morning for DUI in Beverly Hills. And before we get to the details, here is tape from just last night at an event at the Laugh Factory in West Hollywood. 
When I first started coming here, I was I was sitting down at the tables eating. I was receiving a meal full circle, and I'm so glad to keep on doing that circle. Well, I don't want to do the homeless part no more, but... <laughs> She was on stage last night at the Laugh Factory as part of their Thanksgiving feast where they help out the community with free food. At around 5.45 this morning, a concerned caller reported to the police a person was asleep behind the wheel of a car stopped in the middle of Beverly Drive. Beverly Hills Police responded and arrested her and led her away in handcuffs. TMZ says she will be cited for DUI and released later today. Adams was actually busted for DUI back in January of last year in Atlanta. Sim okay, so let me come back on the screen. So now what's going on is that they're going to charge her now. She is currently, um, because this is her second charge, I mean, her second DUI, she's facing mandatory jail time. This is what's being reported. So this is really sad. So this was being reported. Um, they're saying Tiffany Haddish charged with DUI in LA facing mandatory jail time. She's been officially charged following her recent arrest where she was caught allegedly sleeping behind the wheel of a car following a night out performing at the Laugh Factory. According to legal documents obtained by The Blast, Haddish was charged with two misdemeanors and faces a mandatory jail time if found guilty. She has spoken out on the incident claiming that she'd be getting help. So I think this is sad, you know, like I don't, you know, take any joy in this. Um... But I think she's had issues for a while. And this is why I say a lot of people in Hollywood, they have too many yes men around them. Who remembers the blind item that came out a few years ago about somebody who beat uh, Beyonce in the face? Remember they said that this woman met Beyonce at a party and was in Beyonce's face and she bit her. And everybody was trying to figure out who it was. And then later on, like down the line, it came out that it was Tiffany Haddish's drunk ass. Do y'all remember that story? Put a teacup if y'all remember it coming out that Tiffany Haddish bit Beyonce in the face. Okay, so she's had drinking issues for a long time. And I really wish that, you know, she had like real people around her to help her. Um, because she's obviously going through something, right? The fact that one, she has that much money. She should have enough money to hire a driver, you know, get an Uber. And like I said, um... I thought initially like it was kind of like a joke or urban legend until I saw it with my own eyes, how drunk this woman was in front of me. And I'm just like, I don't even see how you can get that drunk. Like I get it, it's a celebrity event, there's other celebrities, but I would just feel like you'd want to be able to like kind of carry yourself a certain way. You don't know who has cameras in here, who's taking pictures. And they literally had to like hold her, like hold her up and escort her. She was so drunk. And that's stuff that I see, like, you know, with, like, college kids. Like, she was, like, white girl wasted. Like that. And I was just really surprised to see her like that. So, it's like, if this is, like, how she gets down at events in public. Because, you know, that's one thing, I guess, that she was, like, at her home or, you know, at, like, a close friend's house. This was, like, a public event. You know? So, I just really wish she would get, like, some real people around her. And I just hope she gets the help that she needs. You know what I'm saying? Because, you, like I said, you don't know what people are going through. You know, who knows what she's going through, what demons she's fighting that she feels the need to, like, have to drink that much. You know, to be that drunk where you're falling asleep in the middle of the road, not once but twice. That lets me know she's going through a lot. So, you know, this is not to demean her or make her, you know, feel bad. Um, oh, hold on. People are writing that it's Sanan Lathan. Hold on.
They try to oh, they try to say with Sanan Lathan. Sanan Lathan would never. Her daddy holds heavyweight. Oh yeah, her daddy's Stan Lathan, honey. He's so cool. Um, I worked with him on the set of um Soul Man. Stan Lathan, one of the coolest dudes, has the best stories. Yeah, he's really really nice. Yeah, they did try to say with Sanan after. So was it Sanan that bit? It wasn't Tiffany. Cause first they were saying it was Tiffany that bit Beyonce. Y'all are saying that it was Sanan? Tiffany spilled the tea. She said it was Sanan. Because I remember that was the whole thing that it was Tiffany that bit her. But then somebody said Tiffany probably lying because she a drunk child. <laughs> I'm not fooling with y'all. All I remember was that story coming out. And everybody attributed it to, to Tiffany Haddish. So the fact that people tie Tiffany Haddish to it lets me know that people been known that Tiffany gets drunk. So out of all the women in Hollywood, her name was the one that was attached to that story. So if it was Sanan, that's crazy. But initially it was coming out that it was um, Tiffany. I always call it Sanan, y'all. Y'all like, it's Sanan. I've always called it Sanan just because of the way it's spelled. But I know Sanan. But I've always called her Sanan. Everybody knows that. Y'all not be butchering names on this channel. <laughs> I'll be butchering names on this channel, hoodie. Oh, let me see here. Uh, Tiniest Little Kiwi sent $20. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Um, Let's see here. Mucha Denera sent $19.99. Says, sending you love and blessings. You look gorgeous. Keep doing your thing. Last month and at less than a month. Hold on. Last month and a half. Has been roughly, but you and your great con oh has been rough for you. Okay, but you and your great content helped me to not worry as much. Love you, sis. Like and subscribe. Thank you so much, and I hope everything gets better for you. Thank you for stopping through and just checking in. I'm glad my content has been making you feel a lot better. Um, let's see here. Shelly J. Sent four ninety nine says I saw a meme on Twitter that said. Only Coach Carter can say Draymond Green. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Wavy Taste at $19.99 says, Part 2. Also meant to say the reason in my last chat, LOL. Also, people have to be careful putting their business on the internet because spiteful people can weaponize your pain. Prime example, Nikki using the Michael tweet. Yes, I definitely agree. That's why I wish she wouldn't even came to the internet with everything that was going on with her and Offset. But I just hope everything ends up working out for them either way. You know, if they're going to split, they're going to split. You know, you can't force people to be together if they don't want to be together. But I just hope that they can make it about the kids and not so much about bashing each other in front of the world. So thank you for that. Miss um, Muchilla sent $19.99. She says, keep in mind... 50 was blackballed in New York before he got his deal with Eminem. Ooh. Thank you so much for that, New York tea. I appreciate you, sis. Because wasn't it Jay-Z that was blackballing him? Because he had put out that diss track, like, back in the day of, like, Jay-Z and a bunch of, like, you know, hip-hop heads back then. And so they were trying to, like, blacklist him. I think I remember that back in the day. Let's see here. Um, 
Kirk sent $10, says, T, this is your railroad aviation tea sipper. I hope you're having a wonderful year. I wanted to say thank you all for encouraging, thank you for your encouraging advice. It helps a lot and I always enjoy your live streams. Thank you so much and congratulations on your position. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad my words encourage you to, you know, just do what you want to do and get what you want to get done in life. So thank you for coming through and checking in with me. I always love when y'all come in and check in and let me know what's going on. So I appreciate y'all for that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Shauna Marie says, hey, T, my son's DJ's 12th birthday is Sunday. Can you please give him a birthday shout out? He's a tea sipper. Shout out to DJ. Happy 12th birthday. Thank you for being a tea sipper with your mom. I appreciate it. So happy birthday to you, baby Sagittarius. <laughs> Thank you for coming through, mom. I appreciate you for supporting my channel as well. Uh, let's see here. Ricky, 1989, sent $20, says, Merry Christmas, blessings, peace, and love. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Thank you. So, yeah, I've been on here for an hour and 15 minutes. I had to get ready to go. Let me make sure I hit up every topic that I want to talk about. Yep, I did. I did, I did, I did. Okay, good. I got everything hit. So y'all, thank y'all for coming through tonight on this Friday. I appreciate y'all. We had over 10,000 people in here. Please make sure y'all hit that like button. If you guys like this stream, hit the like button. Okay, don't be stingy with the likes. Um, So I will be back with more content, you know what I'm saying, this week. Stay tuned. So I will talk to everybody later. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Bye, y'all.